So I was working as a teacher in a school and one day I went out and I was on yard duty and I saw this kid who was a seventh grade kid and he was just hanging out by the wall and all the other kids his age were playing basketball. And I thought, why is he standing over there? I mean, there's something wrong with this picture. He just didn't look happy. I thought he probably would enjoy playing with the other kids. And I, of course, I knew them all. And so I asked around and then somebody said, oh, well, yeah, he, you know, it's because he talks funny. And I said, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, well, he, it's his accent. Everybody makes fun of him. And so then I watched more and watched more and, and I found out that he was being bullied. He was being picked on. And then I, I, I took him aside and talked to him a little bit. And he said, yeah, every single day, you know, he hates coming to school and I could see how unhappy he was. But I knew that he was a very smart kid and musical and athletic and he had a lot going for him. And it just really bothered me that he was being picked on this way. And so I sat down with him and I, I tried to help him and I talked about ways that he could probably deal with this situation. And so after a couple of weeks of just thinking about it and trying to help him, I became so caught up in, in this whole thing. I thought, you know what, I could help people. I could help kids a lot more than just at my own school. I could put together some kind of presentation, some sort of assembly, and I could I could make it a musical assembly because I was a music teacher. I could I could create something that the kids would be really really compelled by and they'd really learn through this. And so I talked to him about the idea and I said, "You know what? You're a person who's living this. You're going through this." I said, "Would you be willing to maybe be on video could I make a video of you sharing how you feel and what it's like to be who you are and trying to deal with this and get through it and and share it on video with the other kids in the audience and at first he said oh Mr. Lankard I, I, I don't think I could do that I just couldn't do it and I said look I totally understand but after a few days he came back to me and he said you know what if I could help one kid who's going through what I'm going through, he said, I, it would be worth it. He said, yes, I'll do it. And so I booked a space, I booked a videographer, and we went and we shot about an hour of footage, and we edited it down into about a three, four-minute video that now hundreds of thousands of middle school kids have seen this video. And I've always said to them, this is not an actor. This is a real student sharing with you his real experience. And it has been something that has been very powerful to the kids. And, you know, I just thought, I just want to share this. I want to help kids who are dealing with it. So the first thing I did was I just sent out information to schools. I didn't have a program. I didn't have a real, I sort of had a concept of it. I knew it would be a musical program. I knew it would have drama. I knew it would have a lot of uh, impact. Like it would, it would grab the attention of the kids and I would have a lot of real proven concepts to help 
teach them what to do and how to deal with bullying. So I created a poster just like that and sent it out to schools and said, you know, would you be interested in hiring me to present this? And I received all kinds of feedback. And yes, they wanted to book me. And I I assured them, I said, I do not have this program. You know, I've created this flyer, but I have not created the program yet. But if you want to book me, sure. And so I booked dozens and dozens of of schools and I went to my principal immediately before booking them and I said, would it be possible for me to go half time next year? Would it be possible for me to teach every other day so I can do these presentations in schools on the opposite days? And she said, uh, well, yeah, okay, give me a, a day or two and I'll see if we can work this out. So I took a leave of absence for half time started doing these presentations and never really looked back because now I've been in thousands of schools and presented all different programs. Now, of course, I mean, the original program called Stand Up Against Bullying was very impactful and a lot of people wanted me to come back and do that program over and over because it had impact and their kids remembered it. And so it was it was really something that was my passion. I enjoyed it and still do to this to this day still enjoy presenting to kids and adults and parents you know businesses about bullying as well but it's just something that I really love getting the message out there and helping people with going back to that time when I saw that seventh grade boy standing by the wall I'm sure I saw myself I'm sure, like I didn't know I did at the time, but I'm sure it took me back to my own time when I was that middle school age. And I was a very insecure kid and I had a lot of anxiety. And I mean, so much so that I, I just kind of talked in this in this squeaky little voice. You know, like I just I just had this little squeaky little voice. My voice just didn't really change and go lower. And and I just. I was really stressed out. And then what happened was I was stressed out about my voice and that became a big thing. And so I, I was afraid to speak and I didn't want to speak because I knew that people would make fun of me. And like, I mean, it was just a really, really difficult time of my life. And I, I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know how to get rid of some of the stress. I didn't know what to do about my voice. And as I got older, that tension and stress was still there and I still talked in this squeaky little voice and it was it was just a a super tough challenging time with all the anxiety I was going through and so I'm sure at that moment when I saw that boy there you know I thought man like I don't want him to be reliving what I went through And it's funny, I'm sure I saw other kids at various times that had been picked on. But for some reason, at that instant in time, that I just thought, man, I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to do whatever I can to help other kids. And I mean, I've got musical talent. I've got some ability. Let me use it. Let me just go for it. I never, I don't think I really stopped to think, well, you know, how can I do it or would it work? Or I just kind of just went for it. I just had forward momentum. I wanted to do it. I, I thought I can write songs. I can create, I can create all these different role plays and things like this. And 
I can create videos. I mean, there's no reason I can't. I can do all this. And I just did it. And uh, so in two months time, I had a program and I was out there doing it. Now, I was scared. Man, at first, I can remember that very first day, I was petrified. I was so scared. And, and, and it's silly because, I mean, I'm. it wasn't silly, of course, because I was doing a new thing. I was in front of a whole gym full of, of students and teachers, of course. But then as I did it more and more, you know, I gradually got used to it. I mean, I had fear for a long time. But once I got out there and once I was seeing that it was impacting people and it was something that that people related to and I wanted to make it memorable that's why I I created a personality for myself I was a DJ and I was silly and I was crazy and I jumped around and I sang songs and I played musical instruments I played the saxophone I played the accordion but then there was a serious time and I would talk to them about that serious stuff and and then I would say, hey, you know, we're going we're going to commercial because we were a radio station, ATFM radio, and I was the DJ. And so we'd go to commercial and then I'd talk to them and then I'd, I'd ask them questions. I'd say, you know, like every radio station, I have prizes. And I would give out the prizes based on whether they could answer the questions that I had just been talking about the material and the concepts. And so that helped cement in their minds what to really do about these bullying situations or what to really do if you are sitting there in the audience and you know that you've done some of these things you know like we're all human we've all done stuff that we kind of wish we hadn't done so what are we going to do about it now well from now on we can change the way we uh, you know treat people and the way we deal with situations we don't have to keep being that person that's mean and nasty to others because there's a reason for it. We can make the decision to change. My name is Bruce Langford. Thank you for listening to episode 86. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can certainly connect at mindfulnessmode.com. That's my podcast. And my uh, email address is Bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. I have an infographic for you you can download called Calm Your Busy Mind and it's mindfulnessmode.com slash calm, C-A-L-M. I hope you tune in tomorrow to hear the next part of my story. So until then, remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.